The following podcast contains strong language and a lot of stupidity. Enjoy listening. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Raise the Question. Today, we're going to talk about motivation. Now, motivation is a bit of a broad topic. There are a couple aspects to it that we can talk about. To help us talk about it today is Rishi, a very close friend of ours. He's gone through an amazing journey, and you know he is one of the most motivated people we know. And we would love to share his story with you guys. And to help me introduce him today, we've got my good buddy Appy, who just loves to piss me off. And uh, <laughs> with us is the ever lovely Nisha, and of course our editor in chief and general baffle maker, Aki. Guys, just say a word if you want to. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you for thank you for this opportunity um, for having me. Honestly, like I've heard the first two um, episodes, you guys are doing a good job. Um, that's why I really got hooked onto it, and I was like, ah, when's my opportunity to kind of come? And then I got that magic phone call from the main man himself. So um, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it's, it was. Really, I feel humbled and great to be here and share some with you guys. Yeah. Honestly, buddy, we are so happy to have you here today. We are so excited to tell your story. But before we get into all of that, just a quick little game of this or that, just to get us into the groove of what we're going to talk about. So for the people who don't know what this or that is, I'll give you two options and you choose which you would rather choose. An example would be if I said football or basketball, you choose which you would rather play or which you would rather you know follow. Uh, these questions are kind of directly or indirectly related to motivation. So, you know, follow along. The first one is kind of really straightforward. Hard work or smart work? Which are you? Uh, myself, personally, I want to say I am smart work, but I am certain that I somehow trick myself into doing the hard work. I will, you know, lose the plot somewhere and end up doing all the legwork. What do you reckon, Happy? Uh, I completely agree with what you oh, just cheers, said. Oh, cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't dispute that. Uh, I'd say before, back in, let's say, middle school, uh, not to brag, but I wasn't gifted and talented. Thank you. I know. <laughs> if, uh, if you know, you know. Uh, but, You're not yeah. gifted and talented anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we kick this guy out quickly, please? <laughs> okay, anyway. No, but uh, recently, it's not really been smart work or hard work. So I'll go hard work. <laughs> Big boy Rishi, what do you reckon? Uh, hard work, hard work, all the way. Um, and not, as I've never been talented, so talent is just like a, a big word for me. So hard work. <laughs> you, you are the definition of that word, my friend. Aki, what do you reckon, mate? Uh, personally, I think smart work. If you work smart, you will end up working hard. You know what I mean. Right, well, you've completely confused me. I don't like me. his answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like my answer? <laughs> uh. Nisha, please save this conversation. Um, I think I would say hard work definitely plays a role in um, the result, but I'd have to say smart work. If you make smart right. decisions, then you can progress as well. Well sought out answer, guys. Um, moving Thank on you. to the next one. Large steps or small steps? How would you reach your goal? Do you go for the big accomplishments or do you take the small steps? Uh, you know, meet the little guy. What do you reckon? Happy? Uh, personally, I think straight, you know, you go for the big ones. I think if you show you can handle the big steps, uh, it sure, sort of shows that you can deal with the small stuff as well. But, you know, that's just my opinion. 
good answer, buddy. Good answer for once. Uh, Rishi, what do you reckon? Um, again, this is just uh, my opinion, but small steps. Um, it's like how, you can't achieve everything in one day. It's like God didn't create everything in one day, did he? Yeah, he he created six days and chilled on a Sunday. You get me? Like, that's that's my that's my view of life. Like, do you know what <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't achieve everything in one day. You have to sort of take baby steps. It's like when you're born. It's like you don't come out your mum's stomach. Uh, tummy well, yeah tummy and then you start walking <laughs> and it you sort of you fall you get up and then you eventually gain balance and stuff like that but yeah that's my answer yeah well thought our answer buddy really well thought out there what do you think nisha i think i would say baby steps or like small steps um yeah, yeah and i think once you can like achieve those small steps then you can progress onto large steps good cool yeah. aki it's uh small steps <laughs> small, small steps, steps. yeah yeah Small steps, you know, you Man, get to I'll see. Man, after finer detail. Well, here's the thing, guys. Whether you take small steps and, you know, go after the finer details, look at the hard targets, whether you go for the large steps and get your name out there as quick as you can, it's all about putting in that effort. It's all about staying true to your path and meeting that goal in the end. Okay? We're going to move on to one or two more and then we're going to really get on with what we want to talk about today. Um, this one's actually one of my favourites. Quotes... Or motivational speeches which which kind of rings true with yourself um i think on a daily basis it'll be quotes but when i'm feeling quite low 100 motivational speeches to kind of like keep me going and pick me off again <laughs> but um if I had to they choose are interesting, one, aren't they? yeah um especially when they're from people that you you look up to um so i'd say for now motivational speeches fair enough that's really good actually happy uh, as a guesting on a Rishi's here, motivational speeches. My, my brother has given many over the years, and they've uh, truly uh, hit home. So <laughs> the, he knows how to lift a brother when when I'm feeling down. So I appreciate that, Rishi. Very talented man. No problem. <laughs> for for the listeners, you know, context. Rishi has gone through a difficult path. He's gone through, a, you know, a, a hard struggle. And he, he has learned something every step of the way. And he loves nothing more than sharing what he's learned with the world. So there will not be a day when you don't meet the guy and get a motivational call from him just to make sure that you're okay. He cares so much. It's unbelievable. <laughs> what do you reckon, Rishi? I know you're a motivational guy, but what do you think? Um, yeah, it's a good question. So motivational speech or quotes, I would say motivational speech, you know. Um, it's 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 literally like you wake up in it, and your motivational speech can be from your mum or dad, really. Just um, obviously the way they come across as Sri Lankans, it might be their motivational speech might be different, but um, <laughs> you definitely understand the deeper meaning in it. So yeah. like it could just be like you know do this, do that. You know if you do this, then we'll help you in the future. It's small stuff like that. Either. So motivational speech all the way. You are a man after your own heart, my friend, but definitely motivational speeches for you. Aki? Uh, motivational speech. I mean, it kind of, uh, I, I kind of agree with uh, Nisha as well. It's when you're low, it depends what you want in it. But when you're really low, then that's when you want that motivational boost. True, yeah. mate, true. Um, personally, guys, I'll be honest. Over quotes and motivational speeches, I think I like quotes purely because I like coming up with my own. And I know some of you have heard some of my, you know, wonderful zingers here and there. I don't but, like uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a I had to invite you, didn't I? 
<laughs> but yeah, no, I, I, I am a quotes person. Uh, you know, a couple more quotes over the years have helped some people out. Other times they've just confused the hell out of you. And, you know, I love seeing that bafflement on your face. Other times it just pushed people right over the edge. You know, if they were on the fence, boom. You know you what know. they say, Happy, the first step is always the scariest. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. That, that was this or that for you, uh, for the listeners. If you have any questions that you want to throw at us, uh, check out our Instagram page, raise underscore works. We're going to pull out some polls on that soon. We're going to put up a couple more posts, short videos here and there. They're all coming soon. Just keep an eye out for that. And uh, <laughs> I need to say this at every podcast, but unless Appy gets 5,000 followers, he will not reply back. So make sure you, you add him, you follow him, you do all of that fun stuff. <laughs> sounds, <laughs> like that. sounds very forced to me. <laughs> it's the only way I only can Only reason I'm here. Podcast. Only reason I'm here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That was the trade off. Um, All right, guys, let's get to the real deal here. Let's really knuckle down and talk about this. Motivation. How would you guys describe motivation if if you could put it into simple words? Lifting someone's spirit up. That's a lovely way to look at it. Yeah. Lifting someone's spirit up. Any of the others, guys? Just. Explain it in your own words if you want to. Just express yourself and what you think it is. Go on, big boy. Rishi. So, um, for me, it's just waking up every day, being alive. That's it. That's motivation. That's where it starts. Just waking up, opening your eyes, and just you're alive. Every day is a new chance. That's motivation for me. Damn, bro. That was really deep there. Uh, <laughs> right. Not too deep. No, Rishi, Rishi, I do agree with what you said, and that's important, but. For me, it's the ability to, you know, uh, pull yourself out of a, you know, little hole you're in, maybe a bit of a struggle you're having, and the ability to get yourself out of there. That's why I think motivation is. Damn man, that's good. That's good. Nisha. I think um, for me, it's almost like having that drive. I think motivation and drive come hand in hand. Um, for me, it's quite different. Like, I would say. Um, for me, it's more like having that motivation to keep, you know, for example, posting content. Um, and yeah, just getting the work done. Um, but yeah. Definitely, definitely. Especially with your um, your webpage and everything you do, you got to keep driving. If you stop for a moment, you'll get left behind. And that's yeah. something you always strive for. I know that for a fact. Um, I think for myself, it would be just the impact we can have. It's, just words as a whole is motivation you know the smallest thing you know you can say to someone could have a massive impact on them and it can it can help them soar into the sky with their career with their lives with their you know with their relationships anything and everything can impact someone and motivation is just the positive impact and you know it's a lovely thought to be able to think that you could help someone with just a couple words the thing is right we said it's so right right but people don't realize the importance of not even motivation it's just you know when you occasionally check up on someone and just ask how you're doing message your friends or give them a ring it's 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 the little things that really make the difference in our lives and i think you know especially with what's happening the global pandemic motivation is at all-time low for a lot of people that is so So, true my friend yeah 
you know, it is difficult but yeah I mean I hope this podcast helps you guys regenerate <laughs> something <laughs> uh, here's hoping the same buddy um, honestly like you like you mentioned times are tough you know we're in a very uncertain time at the moment we don't know what's going on you know um, we're being kept up to date with the news for as much as we can but you know like I said times are tough and when times are tough this is the moment where we have to hold our heads high we need to be able to walk forwards and make sure we reach the other side of this crossroads because you know there is the future might be uncertain but it's still our future we have to keep walking yeah and that is the reason why I wanted to invite you Rishi because the journey you've gone through since high school onto your amazing boxing career has been unbelievable and I would love it if you could just you know take us through some of the difficulties you faced some of the challenges you saw you know what kept you going what was the mentality you kept you know just in your own words please sure. yeah um, this is what this is going back to high school so we're talking about a good yeah 2011 2011 probably that's when year 8 uh, yeah around that time um, growing up um, not I wasn't involved in sports like I heard you guys say in your previous podcast you were into football I was never into sports for me it's all about it was me and food literally uh, <laughs> as much as sad as it sounds it's me and food so I just you know I kept eating 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 and then you know I don't really care about my body image like whenever they'll be like you're rich do you want to come out and play football or something and then I'll be like you know what I've got my lunch to finish this I've got that I've got this and it'll be excuses after excuses I wasn't really into I wasn't really into sports I was not a sports guy um, if you told me in year 8 I'll be doing boxing now or any sort of martial art uh, that I'd done before I would have turned around and looked at you like bro like, <laughs> that's a nice joke but um, no it all, it all started because um, behind my boxing doing anything like in my boxing the whole sort of drive it was uh, hard work um, I know we t- at the start of the podcast we talked about hard work or smart work for me it's been hard work like I would I would continuously um, not do something and I wouldn't give up like um, I think I, I, have, I have had that thing since I was young where if you told me that I can't do something I'll go I'll, I'll go out my way and I'll make sure I look make you look like an idiot like as weird as it sounds but that, that was me so during that's the, high that's school that's the thing I buddy um, that's what I was, uh, wanted to ask you about especially uh, in high school we know that you know the pressure can be very tough you know school children can be some of the meanest people on earth they never mean it intentionally but some of the things they can say can have a massive impact can have a really big effect uh, can you just kind of talk to us about the mentality you had to keep you know how, how much pressure were you under at that time in your life in terms of pressure yeah I would say there's a lot I wasn't bullied or anything because um, I know bullying is a different thing and um, yeah pressure wise there was a lot like it, when it came to body image when it came to PE for instance just getting changed really and doing sports and you know I remember one time actually I was playing uh, basketball or something like that and um, I remember it was like a it was like a small game of basketball and I was running up and down the court and you know everything my body started jiggling and obviously I didn't I didn't notice it but a few few people in my year noticed that and they started taking the mickey army this was like when I was 15 
And ever since then, from 15 to 16, it's all been like, oh, he's a chubby guy. Oh, it's always, there's always something that they can sort of criticize me on. But at the time, I was like, oh, you know, should I change? Should I go gym? Should I do this? But then I was like, oh, no, I'm too scared. I'm too scared. Like, you know, what if I can't do it? That was the thought that was running through my head. Um, that mentality, that, that yeah. fear for you, mm. you know, was that a really big wall? Did that stop you? And, uh, you know, when you met that wall, what was the thought that made you break through or like climb over that wall? What what pushed you over that edge? I'll be honest with you. Um, this is going out of topic slightly. Forgive me, guys. But um, I never really told anyone this. I don't think none of you guys know. On 2014, what actually, what motivated me? I'll tell you what it was. In 2014, um, I nearly lost my brother. Um, I don't really talk about this to you guys or anyone. I've never shared this with anyone. It's my first time showing. So to the audience as well. Me nearly losing my brother in 2014. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to go into detail how. It kind of revitalized me on what like, not just not just about life as well in general. It's just like in, in life in general, not just about me, like me, me. It's about being grateful for small things and not worrying about what other people say, no matter how much pressure they put on you. Just, it's about appreciating small things. That's why in 2015, I remember I hit my lowest point in my career, oh, lowest point in my life, where I didn't, I didn't want to admit I had some sort of uh, mental health issue, like sort of like I was, I was suffering from anxiety, anxiety. I remember just sitting on my bed one point in 2015 June, actually I can remember the month, um, but I just wanted to be like, oh, I can't be asked to just get up and brush my teeth. I clearly remember that day in it, um, and I was like, ah, what do I do next in it? What does this lead to in it? And then I just started watching, like, I was going on Google and I was like, how to sort of, and like, how, how to sort of kill yourself, basically. And I was at that point, I was like, you know what? I was like, what am I doing? What am I looking at? First of all, in it, I need to speak to someone. I need to come out in it. Why am I feeling like this? I I, I didn't want to speak to my parents. Yeah. See, um, honestly, Rishi, hearing that, it, it is a scary moment. I, you know, words can't describe how kind of deep one person has to fall to have that kind of thought process go through. And, you know, I, I'm I'm amazed and I'm so glad that you're here with us here to now. And I'm amazed that you're at your mental strength, at your character to be able to pull yourself back up. But is there any any kind of words you would like to send out to anyone who was in a similar position or is facing some of the challenges you, you, you faced? I would say, um, the first important thing is to talk to someone. That's no matter what you're going through, you need to talk to someone. You can't sort of win the battle on your own. Uh, it can be your parents, it can just be a friend you turn to, or someone you even look up to, like your older brother, older sister, or cousin. You need to come out and talk. Uh, just holding it in is not going to help. And definitely need to talk to someone about it. That's my main advice. That's the thing, mate. And uh, I know you mentioned that uh, you had some uh, difficulties talking to your parents first. Uh, especially within our, you know, culture and within our kind of society, uh, Tamil culture, it's tough kind of relating to, to our parents with certain points. We find it difficult to kind of think that they would know what to do in this situation purely because we don't believe they've gone through that kind of stuff before. And, you know, the biggest thing I'd like to say here is that I've said this before in previous podcasts, I've said this before in some of the radio shows I've been on, um, you have to have to talk to someone 
and the best people to talk to are your parents. Because at the end of the day, no one's going to understand you better than family. And you know, some people say that um, it's tough to talk to the family because there are certain things you can talk to them about and certain things you can't. But at that point, I tell, to, I tell you to turn to your friends because friends are just the family you choose to have. You were born with certain members of family that you can talk to. And if you can't face them, then you talk to the next best thing, which are your friends. And, you know, I think of you guys as my family. And as much as Appy likes to rip into me every now and then and, you know, take the mickey, he is a close brother. Uh, anything you'd like to pass on to this, Appy? No, Rishi, I think it's, you know, can you just sort of give us an insight of what motivates you to, you know, keep going gym, to keep hitting your goals? What was the one thing you reckon that kept you going? The one thing it was um, happiness. Um, so gym, I saw. I, I, well, I, initially when I started gym, I just wanted to be happy again. I think that was the main thing: be happy, just you know, put myself out there. I think gym kind of allowed that. I've said it to for, uh, you guys beforehand. Um, initially, why my goal was to lose weight, um, which is why I went gym. Um, didn't think about doing other sports or anything. Um, lost weight. I didn't feel happy, I'll be honest with you. Um, you know, generally when you go for a, a sort of phase and you transform and then people are like, oh, you look really good, this, this and that. I wasn't really happy inside, whereas like, it looked like I was happy on the outside. Uh, but I think it was at, at a point where I, I got, I, I lost weight. I lost, so, I lost so much amount of weight and then I was like, what, what am I doing? Am I just doing it for the, just for the thing, fame or whatever? Just what other people think? Or am I just doing it for my happiness? Um, when I learned how to put my happiness before everyone else, as selfish as it sounds, that's when I started realizing that I started to love myself a bit more and find out who I am as a, as a person instead of faking being this fake character. That's that makes sense. And that is amazing advice to give to someone, uh, Rishi. Loving yourself, putting yourself first uh, when it really counts. That when it really counts. That's in my opinion, not selfish at all. I, I truly believe that putting yourself for, first when it counts is just being smart. It's being, you know, being being true to yourself. Because at the end of the day, unless you are happy, there's no way you're going to be able to express that happiness to others. You know, and um, I'm, I'm really glad that you were able to find that happiness. And uh, if you don't mind me asking, going back for a second, who did you manage to talk to in the end? I know we cut you off for a second there, but you, you struggled sure. to talk with your parents. So who who did you manage to talk to? Um, I think I eventually sat down with my brother, actually. Uh, I spoke to him uh, about the whole situation. Um, yeah, the way, it, the, I, sh I mean, I should have spoken to him before, but the way uh, it happened was a bit too late in my opinion, as in I should have approached him. But, um, my, my main advice is to everyone listening is um, whenever, whenever you're going through any issues or whenever you feel down, tell, tell someone immediately, don't wait for it. The more you keep in, the more you're sort of damaging your inner, inner parts and you don't want to do that. Yeah. And that's the thing. Uh, honestly, mate, we've, we've mentioned how you're just a walking ball of motivation. How you're just this force that just keeps out giving motivational speeches. And I think that point there, you know, how holding yourself back can affect you is so, so true. 
And uh, I remember, <laughs> I remember, uh, I think you remember this as well, Nisha, when we were sitting in the car, you, me, Arjun, and we were talking about um, about these kind of topics, about, you know, generally going forwards. I told you a little quote. Can you remember what it was about? Is it the um, arrow and the bow? Yeah, the bow that was the arrow, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's what, another one that I kind of, I didn't come up with this, but I kind of modified the initial quote to make more sense in my mind. So the initial quote included kind of shooting three arrows and how each arrow represented your past, your present and your future. But in my mind, uh, I kind of related more to the bow itself. So the arrow you hold is your future. Wherever you shoot that arrow, that is where you are targeting your future, where you are sending your mark, your goal. That's where you're setting it. That is the arrow. The bow itself, the body of the bow, the one you hold, that is your present. So wherever you hold your present, wherever you you know face it towards, that is uh, your your present. Whatever you do with that bow is what it's going to set uh, the path for your future. And the most important part of this analogy is the the bowstring, which in my analogy is the past. You know, to to move forward with your future, to shoot that arrow, you need to pull back your past, and then you need to shoot the arrow. But a lot of people they struggle with that part they struggle to let go of the past and if you you know pull back that bowstring and you hold on to your past the longer you hold on to your past the more pressure you're putting on your present so to be able to move forward with your future you have to let go of that string you have to let go of the past and when you finally let go of that string when you finally let go of your past that's when it moves forwards into your present and you can finally shoot that arrow, which is your future. I know it's a bit long-winded and I know it's kind of, you know, a bit clanky, but if you think about it, unless you can let go of the past, there's no way you can step forward into the future. And honestly, Rishi, it's amazing how you've walked this path. And I know, you know, there are a lot of cases out there, a lot of stories about how people have faced similar struggles and how, you know, they've overcome their own struggles. And we would love to hear those as well. If there's anyone out there who'd like to express their their journey, please uh, send in a small clip of just your story, whatever it may be, to our Instagram page. And we'd be more than happy to post it on to just share your story with the world. That is a small gift we can give. And, you know, if there's anyone out there that would like to do that, please send it to us. I'd just like to um, add to uh, what, um, what you said there. Um... Um, if you visit my IG page, um, I'll drop in the end of the podcast. Um, I have a full video of um, uh, also my journey, uh, so feel free to check it out. Uh, my IG account is public, so anyone can go there and check it out. If you just just want to, see, if you want to see my journey and sort of you know get get some some motivation, yeah. Exactly. Oh my God, I remember that um, that video. It was so motivating. That's, I think that's when I first um, spoke to Rishi. Um, when I saw that video. Honestly, mate, the journey you've had, I keep saying this and I just, I need to reiterate how amazing that journey was and still is. You are now a uh, a boxer and you've gone, what, 3-0? and You've never lost a fight? Three matches? With God's grace, yeah, 3-0. and um, Hopefully tomorrow, but yeah, 3-0. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hopefully more, but still hopefully. amazing stuff there. You've gone from the the chubby kid in in the playground who everyone picked fun yeah. on to to the ace boxer in the ring who hasn't lost yet, and yeah. just that transformation is mind boggling. 
if the, is there anything you you if you could go back to the past, face that chubby kid again, is there anything you would like to pass on to him? Any kind of notes? So, so I'll talk to to the chubby kid. So chubby Rishi. Um, I'll talk chubby Rishi. Don't rush. Don't rush. Everything has its time. Um, you can you know you can eventually do whatever you want to do. If it doesn't happen at a certain age, it will happen later on. It's like passing your driving exam. You don't have to pass it at 17. I didn't pass it at 17. I passed it at 18. And there's people out there done it at 17. There's certain things that happen at a certain time. Don't rush it. If you have faith in God, everything will fall in place. Don't overcomplicate this life. Live it simply. Don't give up ego, jealousy, anger. Respect, respect, respect. Be humble. Um, yeah, I just want to add on to that. Is um one of the biggest motivational lines I've had is that uh, no matter what it is and how low you are, time does heal. That is that is a I really good that. point there. That is yeah. amazing quote. And um, you are right. There is no wound time can't heal. And it is it is one of the most amazing things to think about. You know, I know you're, you're struggling now. I know you're hurt now. And I know, you know, it seems dark now. But, you know, you take a couple of steps forwards, you keep walking, you don't stop, you push through and eventually there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, Rishi, going back to what you said, amazing quote there, you know, everything works out in the end. And, uh, you know, th there was, I remember kind of vaguely, there was a quote I read once about how life is a journey. And when you, when you face these struggles, it's just the kind of the negativity and the dark parts of the struggles. And you just got to keep walking through and you know it, there will be a light at the end and if you know the light isn't there yet it means you haven't walked enough you just keep walking and walking and walking and eventually you will reach your goal and that that is that is what matters in the end isn't it the fact that you never give up you keep pushing you keep going yeah 100 percent um like uh, I remember my, my mom told me, of course, this is a small quote. Everyone can relate to this. Being a few steps behind doesn't necessarily mean failure. It means God's preparing you for a great launch. Think of a uh, think of a sprint, a hundred meter sprint, right? Um, there's people on the line, right, and they're ready to shoot off when they, and they hear the gun noise. Whereas you're ten steps behind. But then, what you don't realize is God's hands literally behind you, ready to give you an extra push in it at the right time. Just you just have to treat life like that. When, because other people are advancing quite, you know, they're advancing much more than you are right now. That doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna, you, you have to advance with them in it. You can sort of advance, you can take your own time and then you might have that great launch at the end in it. You come up and like a superstar. Yeah, I think that, that that's quite a good um, analogy, but also another thing is just to add on to that is that you can't really compare your journey to someone else's because you don't know what struggles they went through and you don't know what, and their situation is everyone's situation is very very different so to try and compare yourself to someone else like whether it is you know where they are in life um it's it's just two like situations that you just can't compare and i think that's really important as well to remember it's just what i'm saying is that you know what like i said before is time does heal but you, know, you can't stop just because you know you have the belief that time can heal it you're gonna have to also move on with time because time never stops that's the thing, mate. That's strong, strong words there. Time never stops. The only person that does is you. So make sure you keep walking, you keep going forward. And, you know, we've spoken about your journey now, Rishi, and 
you know, you've told us about the struggles you faced and how you overcame them. Was there was there something in your mind that pushed you forward? Was there like a like a a single chant, if you will, that said, "I can do this. I can do this. Keep walking." Was there anything like that that you remember saying to yourself, words of wisdom to yourself, my friend? Yeah, um, it's like it's like a, it's funny I say this, but you know KSI in his boxing uh, documentary says, uh, "Can't lose or something." I could be wrong. Correct me, guys, if I'm wrong. But um, that's why I said to myself in it. I, I, something along the lines this is I can't lose I'm here to win that, that's what kept pushing me on in it like I'm like I'm it, I'm in it to win it uh, so I'm not going to be in it at all that was that was my aim wow. straight straight to the top that was that was my aim there you go my friend those are those are great words to keep chanting to yourself honestly yeah. and um, you know we've spoken about the topic at length now we've spoken for about half an hour and honestly it's been really informative it's been great listening to your journey my friend uh, we're going to take just a short moment to, uh, to go into lighter topics, if we will, and then we'll move <laughs> on to uh, Nisha's amazing journey herself. Happy, my friend, it's happy, happy hour. What do you reckon? What's on your mind? You know, Rats, I've been thinking for a long time about breakfast. Oof. Breakfast? <laughs> yes, breakfast. So, <laughs> so to those of you not knowing, we're recording this right now in the middle of the night, and my friend, <laughs> want to know the happy... <laughs> <laughs> is, is there any reason that breakfast has come to no, no, no. Uh, I mean it, it's it's maybe not so lighthearted, but I was just considering what is breakfast for everyone else what it sort of means Ooh. you know maybe oh, okay just go around the table you know oh that, that's that's actually quite clever there you've, you've really thought this through I didn't think you had it anyway no. <laughs> <laughs> time is uh, you know upgrading as we go yeah, I yeah. Think, like I think said. Happy's had enough sleep today. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got four hours today. He's wide yeah. awake for once. Yeah. <laughs> breakfast. Wow. Uh, for me, you breakfast is the point of day where I go. I tell myself, "All right, this is a new day, new start. Let's see what day has in store for us." What's it for you, Happy? I mean, no, no, no. I want Aki to go first. Oh, okay. oh, oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, someone saved it. Anyways, uh, moving on. Um, <laughs> um, breakfast, obviously, people say it's the most important meal of the day. It's also the most important part of the day because you wake up, like you said, you know, you kind of motivate yourself to push yourself throughout the whole day. In there. So if you've got things to you know, plan out and stuff, you do that during breakfast you know, while you're eating yeah. your most important um, meal. Great stuff. Nisha? Nisha? Um, it's funny that Aki said that because for me, like, breakfast just doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like having breakfast. <laughs> um, I just feel sick if I like eat straight away when I wake up. So I just um, like okay. I don't have breakfast. It's not. What, what about the meaning behind it? Is there, is there anything kind of you see in, in the morning to try and help yourself through the day? If I had to think of something, it would be the McDonald's breakfast bagel. What? the meaning behind Honestly. McDonald's makes everyone happy. I'm glad it makes you happy as well. <laughs> Rishi, my friend, you've, you've said so much today. What do you reckon your breakfast is, my friend? I'm an old school guy, in it? Porridge, granola, Weetabix, or... Well, I mean, if to be honest with you, when I'm going to work, yeah, yeah, I'll be honest with you, I just get like a... What do you call it? You know that? Nutri-grain? You know that thing, little cereal? Nutri-grain, yeah, Nutri-grain. Yeah, 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 Nutri-grain. 
can't believe I said that wrong. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna see man, you now. Imagine that, bro. Imagine I said it wrong all my life. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> I hope it doesn't international audience. or whatever or nonsense. I need to sort of correct the way I'm saying that. But um, yeah, I usually just take two of those in it when I'm just going working and acting out. No what what, is the, what does uh, breakfast mean for you, my friend? What does it mean? What does it mean to me? I'm sorry, I didn't answer the question. Um, it means to me just. Um, it's like literally pressing the engine start button in it on your car just to get me going. That's how it is. I turn my key. Yeah. Just anything to fire them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it depends on what car you have. I push but, my um, car. <laughs> I mean, there we go. <laughs> if you push your car, then. Uh, Some say I'd be done that feeling just pushes the order. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> All right. That was our happy, happy hour. I'm glad you brought that up, Happy. <laughs> going back on track. Rishi, you had an amazing journey and I'm glad you're here to talk to us today. But someone on our team has had also an amazing journey. They've, you know, they had a goal that they wanted to accomplish and they've set out on their own path. And they have, in my opinion, been doing amazingly. Nisha, you have an amazing page. You do makeup, you do you do hair, hairstyles. You do a lot of stuff. You post regularly. You're always up to date. You're always keeping up. And you are one of the most hard-working people I've ever met in my life. Can you please tell us about your journey? No, thank you so much. Um, I mean, I don't know what <laughs> to say. I mean, I think if you, like for me, I didn't actually have a goal in mind when I started. I just started because I just liked, you know, putting makeup on and then just creating these different looks. It wasn't really with a goal in mind. Um, I just kind of went with the flow and just kind of saw how things were going to work out. Um, and like new opportunities came through and then yeah I mean <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really good uh, you see you started just because you liked doing what you did and honestly I think that ask if there's any advice you can give to people who are like you who are you know talented at something who like doing something but they don't know if they should or not is there anything you could say that might give them that final push um Actually, I procrastinated on the idea of starting the makeup page because I was scared of like what people would think. Um, I was fearful of not just like strangers, but even family, uh, certain friends. And I procrastinated because of that. But um, I think I read something where the girl was just like, just just start um, because that's just the way you need to like, that's how it how it starts. And um, that's what I did. I just started. I, I created the Instagram page. And then I just started posting content and whether I got one like or 10, it didn't matter um, as long as I just kept posting. And it was for my kind of like, it was just to post what I liked, right? It wasn't exactly for the comments or the likes. Um, and yeah, I would just say like, just start. Um, there's Because the more you think about it and the more you want to try and plan everything out, that's just procrastination. If there's no action, then I don't think that's really starting with what you want so i'd say if you have a talent then put it out there and start that is some good advice honestly they always say the first step is the hardest and that is very yeah. true once you get past that first step it's yeah. smooth sailing well well <laughs> <speaking>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um there are there are a couple of questions i have for you start after you've started your page i'm sure you know you got a couple of followers you know you had a good uh, good break going was there any point where you thought, oh my God, I've got so many followers. Was When was the realization? When did it sink in for you that you had, you know, over 2,000 followers who loved what you're doing 
and want to, you know, help you get better or whatnot? Um, well, I don't actually have over 2,000. I have 1,000. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what the number is. Um, initially, I was actually quite like, um, I was always checking the numbers uh, because that was what it was all about, right? The numbers. And and there was a point where I kind of lost the focus of the page, where which was to just post makeup and do what I love, right? Um, I think even when you have 10 followers or 50, it doesn't matter. The fact that, like, just imagine 50 people in a room who admire your work. And, like, I think that in itself is, like, quite motivating. Um, so to me nowadays, it's not really about the numbers because, again, it's like i mean it depends on what kind of opportunities you're looking for but for me it isn't really about the numbers um I, i'm not gonna lie though it it does get to a point where you know you compare yourself with other people in the same field and you kind of like look at the numbers and compare the numbers but um yeah i mean i'm just grateful for what i have at the moment because there was a time where i was i wished for that many people to be following me or that many people to be admiring my work so i'm just grateful for what i have right now so yeah <laughs> i just want to ask initially it's very um very interesting to hear your story um initially when you started did you think of like did you think that you you would become influential if that's the right words uh, as you are now um i don't think i'm influential um <laughs> i think like i, mean, I definitely me- do <laughs> but I'll let you continue I'll let you continue she's very humble. Um, I don't know no, I just feel like yeah. at the end of the day I'm just a normal person I think even if I look up to other people who have like a bigger following yeah they have some sort of influence but at the end of the day they're just human beings as well so I don't know for me um, no I didn't stop this off thinking that I would have like you know influence or influence other people Um and I still don't think that because for me, I'm just a normal person that just, you know, shows what they love on Instagram. So, <laughs> yeah. That's, no, that's really nice. That's really nice. <laughs> now, Nisha, we, you know, we've spoken about your page. We've spoken about how you started it now. Um, going back to our topic at hand, we're, we're talking about motivation. What is it you say to yourself that drives you so hard? Because like I said, you're one of the most hardworking people I know. You're constantly on that grind. You're constantly working towards what you need to reach. What is it that ke- that pushes you so far? I think um, if you have a passion and if you love it, you're like there's nothing that's going to stop you. I think regardless, like there's been a lot of things that have happened that have like made me think whether I should continue. Um, people's opinions, um, certain obstacles, and whatever. But if you have a passion and you really, really love it, I think that in itself is motivation i don't think like for me it's also about discipline but um yeah i just think if you have a passion and you love it then yeah that in itself is motivation those are strong words and i hope that it really you know rings true with the listeners because that is so so true your passion is what drives you forward and honestly there's nothing better than your passion make sure if you can follow it as hard as you can what do you reckon Abby? same applies to our podcast page oh it does it does and uh the thing is rats it was your sort of passion and idea you know followed with you know close friends and we sort of decided to actually make it happen instead of you know like misha said procrastinate over it and 
the the goal is it's not really to grow and uh you know become worldwide famous it's just to sort of convey our message to the few people that want to listen to us right that's and the thing my friend share our passion and just talk to the five listeners we get <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon aki um yeah it's just uh, i remember the moment when we were just just about setting it up we were buying you know the the tripod and all that stuff on amazon just to get this whole thing started i was really pumped up for it and when your dad walked in with that beautiful uh powdered uh tea uh i was just, and he was just there like what are you guys doing and you got you explained to him exactly what we were going to do and then for him to you know be like yeah you guys should start it you know or you guys will be able to become big if uh, you know enough people start watching it and like you know uh, nisha said from her 50, uh, from her pages the fact that it's, it doesn't matter if it's a thousand or if it's 50 people it it just you know the fact that there's a message going across that's what matters that that is true my friend when my dad walked in with that amazing cup of tea for us <laughs> he did he did pass some words of wisdom <laughs> no matter you know no matter how badly you cock it up you just started it doesn't really matter where you got to go you're at step 1 <laughs> there's no step below so you know we can only keep walking and uh you know he he may have said it as a joke but i i know for a fact that he does believe that if we have enough people you know we we can succeed in what we're doing i just it's just, i truly believe that your dad generally does believe in us with this whole in you know, a podcast idea because <laughs> i i personally think it's going to go quite well in our case here's hoping my friend i mean one of the only good things i can do is talk and let's hope people like <laughs> listen to that <laughs> um Here's the thing, right? We've spoken about quite serious topics here. Rishi's journey to his boxing career, Nisha's amazing page and her hard work. They're all kind of big levels of motivation. Um, There are small levels though, guys. It's not just all kind of, I need to set a massive goal, otherwise I can't keep myself motivated. And I feel like you you come into this, Aki. Your goal wasn't, you know, mind-blowing. It wasn't kind of, I'm going to become... Damn. World famous or whatnot. Damn, really humbling yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no um, Aki, your goal was kind of set for yourself. Yeah, as in, there's two sides. Uh, there's two stories for me. Uh, one will be short, obviously. But uh, well, the first one would be my music page. Um, I remember making be- uh, beats back in you know A levels uh, for music technology. I did B tech, um, and I enjoyed it so much. And a lot of people enjoy this music. Like I would make a beat. I'll make my friends listen to it and you guys will be like, oh, just put it on SoundCloud, I'll put it there. And SoundCloud back then was, you know, quite a big thing. But um, I never really truly believed in myself to actually put it out there and someone to actually like it. And then eventually, which was 2019, I think, is when I just completely uh, changed my um, Instagram page uh, to my music page. And, you know, it was, a, a, I, just, I posted my first beat and that got a few amount of likes. Like, I thought it wouldn't go that far. And um, yeah, so I think I'm like about, sure you broke over the hundreds, my friend. That's not a few. Yeah, yeah, it definitely got more than a like hundred views or something. <laughs> but um, I have, I, have I, I just checked right now. But on my inside, it just says that I've got about seven people that have actually saved my uh, beat, and it just carries on with all my other beats I've actually got. Um, same with one of my uh, videos that I like doing. You know, like video editing is one of my things. So the music page was one of the biggest things that's happened to me. It's the thing uh, to the listeners: the music you can hear right now with our podcast. Those are Aki's beats, right? <laughs> it's his music that's played right now. And I'm sure, you know, you, you agree with us that it is amazing. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a lot better on his Instagram page, right, Aki? <laughs> yeah, indeed. <laughs> what a plug. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, the the, uh, the the music on this one was definitely made when I was um, 17, and I was like, when can I use this? When can I use this? <laughs> and uh, you know, Rashan came out of nowhere and said, uh, let's use it for uh, the podcast, and then you know, it fell right in like like puzzle in it. Yeah. That's the thing. You you had another journey though. This one was kind of your career path that you kind of chose to follow, kind of as a hobby. But there was another goal you set for yourself, wasn't there? Uh, yes, that would. Well, that was my car. So uh, if no one knows, <laughs> I Afi <laughs> doesn't like this. But like, um, I I drive an Alfa Romeo, and obviously, with the whole world knows that Alfa Romeos are not the most reliable cars in the world. But personally, I wanted to get an Alfa Romeo because I didn't want to be. A typical, you know, uh, Asian boy with a Beamer or a Merc. <laughs> uh, or a Golf. Or a Golf. <laughs> uh, or a Fiesta. Or a Ford Fiesta. <laughs> I feel um, like this is directed at me. <laughs> <laughs> joking, I'm joking. Obviously, or I don't a One Series BMW, you know. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Um, or, or the TFL. Um, uh, I'm joking. Um, but um, <laughs> um, but yeah. So I went and I was like, I so for like about a solid two years, even before I got my license, I was just looking for this one car, and um, I wanted it so badly uh, because you know after the first time I saw it was um, on Fast and Furious Six on the last scene uh, where they you know they take down the whole plane, and I was like, oh my god, this car looks really good. I mean, not many people hyped it up, but it was there, and it was one of the highlights of the movie. And I kind of fell in love with it. And um, knowing that my dad also had an Italian car, his first car when he first moved to Europe, uh, which was a Fiat back in France, um, I was like, you know what? I want to go into that same you know level of getting an Italian car first. And Lauper Romeo was definitely the car I wanted to get. And um, at one point, just before I actually got it, like about a few months ago, I told Happy, listen, bro, I don't think I can get it. I think I might as well just go for like a you know a little crappy Golf or a polo, something small. And then Appy was like, really? Okay, let me look for Auto Trader for all these uh, cra- uh, crappy cars. And I was like, okay, you just call it crappy. You know what, f- you. And I decided to go get an Alfa Romeo. And then I got myself uh, an Alfa Romeo. And my mom would, the thing is with my parents, they always feel like, oh, don't get an Italian car. It's, it's not it's not worth it, this is that. But in my case, I enjoy driving it a lot, you know, because for what it is, I do enjoy it a lot. And, that's the thing my friend you've, you've done it there um <laughs> here's the thing though um it wasn't just you that kind of set up for small goals me and appy we set us our small targets and, and you know the thing the thing for uh for me it was with the football club we played at you know we, we all played at the same club it was a small tamil club if you listen to our previous podcast you'd know um when when i joined I, you know, I didn't think I'd ever become a big player of the team. I, I never thought I'd be a pillar that stood up. But uh, the thing is, when I joined, our club wasn't really doing too well. We had all the amazing outfielders. We had all the amazing strikers and the goal scorers and whatnot. And our defenders did well. But we had no goalkeepers at all. You know, no one could stand between the sticks. And then I walked in and they thought, well, look at that. He can stop a ball. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll, as soon as I joined, I think I had one training session and then they took me straight to a tournament. And I, I was like, well, this escalated quickly. <laughs> and uh, I, I didn't even have any practice sessions. I'd never met the team. You know, L- London, uh, who was the captain at the time, he goes to me. Sorry, not London, Dushi, who was the captain at the time, he goes to me. You'll be fine. Let me introduce you to the others. And uh, he takes me along to meet the team. 
And as soon as he meets the team, London goes, let's test him out, let's do penalties. And he, he puts the ball in front of me and he absolutely belts it right at my face. So obviously my first reaction was to cover my face. And it somehow ended up being this very spectacular save. And everyone was really hyped up about it. And all of that kind of praise and attention pushed me up. It motivated me to keep going. So, you know, we uh, we mentioned a lot that, you know, it doesn't matter what other people say. You know, it's all about the path you set for yourself. It's all about how you keep yourself motivated. But I do want to say that positive influence does affect. So when you hear other people recognize your goals, when you hear other people recognize that you have actually achieved something you set out and set yourself out for, it does help you. When you think about it, it's always the small steps. Like you mentioned, Rishi, you know, it's always the, the finer details in life that really matter. And I think the biggest kind of, the biggest influences, the biggest motivators for us are when the people close to us notice. It doesn't matter if a stranger notices, but when your mom or dad thinks, oh, wow, you've lost so much weight, you look really good. You know, your girlfriend or your boyfriend that thinks, wow, you've really, you know, you've really put yourself out there. You've really achieved what you set yourself out to do. It's those key moments in life that really make you think. And, you know, for the little kids that are listening right now, set yourself a target. It doesn't matter what it is, big or small. Set yourself a target. Reach for it. Okay? Yeah, just add an interaction. Uh, for every um, every kid out there, the next generation, I like to call it, um, you're the up and coming. You're going to have to spotlight on you. Do, do what you want, you know. Um, explore the world, speak to a lot of people, speak to five different people, so you can know five different viewpoints of, of what they think. Follow your dreams and um, listen. Keep keep your keep your keep your um, yourself surrounded with positive people. That's the main thing. And that's the thing, guys. That's all we can talk about. I know we spoke a lot today. I know we we covered some very heavy topics, but I think the biggest thing we need you guys to take away from this. If you are in a position where you're struggling, if you are in a position where it seems like there's no way out, there is always a way out. You just have to find it. And if you can't find it, I promise you, someone else can help you find it. So if there's any point in time where you feel like you can't, simply turn around and ask for help. It doesn't matter who you ask, they will help you. It can be your family members, it can be your friends, it can be your teachers, it could be a random stranger on the road. That is the most amazing thing about human beings. We are one of the only species in the world who will help unconditionally. Thank you guys so much for listening to raise the question. Uh, you know, we do have Instagram pages out there for all of us. Make sure you check out Rishi's amazing page. His amazing journeys on there as well. All the links will be in our captions. Make sure you check out uh, Nisha's amazing page. She does put up lovely and absolutely stunning hairstyles and makeup posts. Uh, if you guys want to see Aki's car or check out his beats, he's got a, an Instagram page dedicated to it. Check that out. And honestly, the most important thing of all, please get happy to 5,000. <laughs> don't leave this podcast if you don't. I, I love, wait, 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 one second. I love how you shout it out in everyone's Instagram page. Well, not Appy's, but you want him to get 5K. <laughs> Guys, if you search the goat, it'll come up. 
Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, guys, thank you so much for listening. We hope to see you again next week. Take care.